Children should never be currency. Hey everybody, welcome to Crime Over Cocktails. I'm Tiffany, your host, and today I'm with my guest, Jeff. Hello, Tiffany. How are you? I appreciate you having me on this. Absolutely. I'm glad to have you. Thank you. So do you want to tell everybody your background? Sure. My name is Jeff Himes. I am a retired investigator with the Arapahoe County Sheriff's Office out of Centennial, Colorado. I've been 25 years in law enforcement, and pretty much the last 19 years of my career was quite a bit centered around crimes against children. Majority of it sex crimes against children. Um, a lot of it was regular cases. Others was internet crimes against children. Then I was uh, fortunate enough to get assigned to the FBI back in 2011, where I did uh, almost five years with the uh, Innocence Lost Task Force, where we, our main goal was to get out there and recover juveniles who are forced into sex trafficking, human trafficking. And uh, we became quite proficient in that. Uh, the team I was on was a great team effort, and we were able to recover numerous kids and have their, quote, pimps face justice. That's the thing I always wondered about. Like, how many times do the pimps actually go to jail? You know, I can't give any statistics about that. A lot of, pardon the term, a good pimp will insulate themselves very well. Uh, by having other girls that he's pimping out rent the hotel rooms, uh, have the phones in their name, go and get the condoms, uh, post the ads, use their credit card, use uh, prepaid phones. So a, a good pimp does insulate themselves a lot, but when you have a talented group, you can figure those things out and get to it to where we can hold a pimp, you know, accountable for his actions. What kind of sentence do they usually get i'm sure that differs but what's like kind of the more i mean do they get strong sentences Um, i gotta i gotta hand it to colorado they have passed some very very strict uh human trafficking laws uh it was great we were getting 24 years to life we were getting 20 years to life eight years to life um when they would get convicted, it would be a sex offense. And a lot of times in Colorado, that came with a mandatory, not a mandatory life sentence, but three years to life. So you can be in prison for an awful long time. I agree. I agree. It was always good to mainly recover the young ladies. Predominantly, we have young ladies. There are young boys who get in this as well. But uh, it was always very good to see a pen be held accountable and go to prison. Absolutely. What is, do you think, the youngest that you've seen in that industry? In human trafficking, uh, we recovered a couple 12 year olds. Um, unfortunately, personally, my I had a case once uh, involving a nine month old little girl. And uh, I won't certainly get into the horrible details, but we were able to find this out, um, and the guy confessed to me. So, oh my it god, was pretty bad. How can you keep your composure when now you have this guy confessing that what he's done? And I mean, being human and actually decent person, I'm sure you wanted to shoot him. <laughs> you don't believe it or not? Not at all. No. Um, what they did, did, what they have done is horrific. Arguably the worst thing we can do in this world. But we're we're law enforcement officers. We cannot take the law into our own hands. Our job is to investigate and report to the district attorney's office for them to prosecute. And under no circumstance will I ever allow a degenerate who's done these things to children get a reduced sentence or be able to sue. Right. What's going to happen to them in prison is a lot worse than anything I could do. And they're not worth me getting in trouble or hurting my reputation. And it's a job. 
yes, you hold on to things, but you can't take the law into your own hands. That's the way it should be, and that's no good. Right. No, I totally get, like, obviously, you just can't, like, be shooting at people. Right. Right. But I would literally just see them with such hatred, like, to try to be nice. A lot of times when I watch um, these shows and there's interrogations and, like, the crimes are horrific and persons just sitting there acting like they're ordering a pizza while they're telling right. their story. And I just don't know how they keep their composure. If, if, a, if a cop were to keep his composure, it only hurts the victim. Right. Because if I were to haul off and hit somebody, or as you said, shoot somebody, that case is going to get prosecuted. That victim is not going to have whether it be closure or justice brought to her. And do I have hatred for him? I'm certainly not going to go out and have a beer with him as I am having with you right now. But I am... I'm going... I'm there for the victims. That was it. And I will not let them get under my skin. I'll go home and make some statements to my wife about what I've had to deal with. But... You know, either it's awful. It's not even thought. Not even thought. I want justice for the kids. Right. Well, anything that could screw up the investigation, absolutely, because they deserve justice. They do. Do they have to take the stand when it comes to court? When it goes to the truth, typically when we would arrest a parent, um, it would, you would have the arraignment, you would have uh, the preliminary hearing, and you would have motion hearings. And the vast majority of times, the arraignment and the motion hearings, I would testify about what they said. Meaning, I will get up there at the preliminary hearing to see if we have enough evidence to hold it over for trial. I will get up there and say what the victim said, what they told me, what happened. Other things being that I, you know, what we discovered in our investigation, what our team found. But if it does go to trial, yes, those, uh, you know, hear me say no ladies all the time. I, I, just want to throw out there that there are boys there. Right. There are underage boys there as well. Predominantly, we dealt with young ladies. So when I say that, I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody. But when it comes to trial, yes, those young ladies and young boys are going to have to be the stand. That's rough. That's it, is, it is rough on them. But the, the victim advocates out in, uh, in Colorado, uh, victim witness specialists were phenomenal, would work with the kids would do so much to get them ready. I can't say enough about them. It's, it's no, so much more than just the cops doing this job. It's so much more. You have victim specialists, victim advocates, uh, victim witnesses, to, just to, to get the process to to the point where the kid can be on the stand. Right. Probably need some pre-therapy to kind of work through what you've gone through to be able to talk about it. Absolutely. It's tough. It's tough, and a lot of times when we would either be able to arrest or be able to take into custody one of these young ladies, the hatred they have for the police was incredible. So you couldn't get mad at them. I mean, they're calling you everything you can imagine. They're trying to attack you. They're trying to run. They're trying to get away. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of patience to get these young kids to talk about something, to get them comfortable, to get them to be able to say what happened and how it happened and what happened for how long and how many to a degree. So you have to have a lot of patience and be willing to understand that just because you're a cop and you showed your badge doesn't mean, oh, great, let me tell you everything. Just doesn't work like that. Right. And they'd be conditioned not to. Excellent word. Absolutely they'd be in a condition. Whether it be by threats or violence or promises, they have been conditioned. Excellent word there. You're right. Right. They don't want to speak out. They're still scared. You can say, we have your pimp. But they don't truly believe that until they can see it. Because how many times... Do they probably see these people get arrested, but then they're back on the street? They see that. That can happen, absolutely. But it's not so much afraid of their pimp with the juveniles, at least, so much. It's they're in love with him. There's a very strong emotional attachment for whatever reason. Whether it be he showered them with affection, got their got, got her nails done, feeds her, whatever. A very strong emotional attachment for these young ladies. And... They're looking upon themselves as rats. 
you can have a Dales, you know, uh, like that. And they don't think of themselves initially a lot of times. I'm not saying all of them don't look at themselves as a victim. They may have just had sexual activity with 15 different guys in one day at the direction of this pen. But they're doing it. She's, she feels she's doing it because the pimp loves her. And when that happens, that makes it even tougher. It's great, not great. I apologize about that, but it's easier when they hate their pimp. Right. But those just aren't a lot. I've had a few of those, but it just doesn't happen a lot. That's so sad. It really is. Yeah. That is not love by any means. The guy who had the nine-month-old, how much time did he get? Minimal. She wasn't, she didn't remember it. She was nine months old. So he got very minimal time. Um, just, she couldn't testify. We couldn't put her on the stand, obviously. Right. So we were lucky what we got. It was just a few months in jail. Oh. In the bargain, but unfortunately, you know, I mean, the justice system, it's good. It really is. It, <laughs> I, I totally respect you saying that. I completely do. But it, it does have a lot of items in there to keep innocent people out of jail as well. People don't realize that. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. It's not perfect, but it is the best we have. Right. They need to work on certain things, though, like a little better, like, you know, domestic violence, stalking, child sex shit. Like, I want to put bracelets on these fuckers. If we're going to let them out of jail or prison, then we need to know where they are at all times. Again, I don't know the Florida laws by any stretch. I don't claim to. But in Colorado, you get convicted of a sex offense like human trafficking of a child, juvenile trafficking or a sex crime against a child, it's pretty much the rest of your life you're on, um, even after a prison sentence, you're going to be monitored on parole by intense supervised probation or parole. And I got to say, they do a pretty good job of watching those types of people. Um, I, I was always impressed with how they did. Is it perfect? Of course not. Do these guys reoffend? Do they have? Yes. Their sexual attraction is to children. Correct. That's not going to change. I feel like those people, we should just have a whole prison just for them. And you don't get out. If you want to touch a child or you want to do something to somebody that is not okay and it can be proven. And we think you're going to reoffend. Have a certain prison for them so people aren't getting out for good behavior. Like, no, once you're in there, you're fucking in there. I'm not going to argue with you that a bit. Not a bit. Um, I think people would be shocked as to how many child sex offenders are actually in prison. There's a lot more than uh, I think the general public knows. Um, somebody who's in crimes against children has a passion for it, and they're trying to put the best cases they can. But there's so many. Um, I've done interviews before when they say how many people are out there especially when it comes to internet content children where I have a post as a 14 year old girl it's like shooting fish in a barrel it's it's disgusting how much my phone blows up when they think they're texting with a, a very young girl um, I always found that job to be I'm sure it would make my stomach fucking curl but I, I used to want to do that because I wanted to be a decoy to stop these people and but it's crazy like you even have to like try to meet up with them with the hat and try to make yourself younger and oh my god i can only imagine the adrenaline and everything that is going through you yeah we have uh when we did it in colorado with the internet portion of it we would after the suspect would know you're 14 would then make and say, I want to have sex with you in some form. That's that's enough right there. Internet worrying of a child right there. I want to have sex with you, 14-year-old girl. Boom. We have it right there. How many of them put it that way? Uh, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Really? Be surprised. If you don't mind me using my name. Oh, no. Not at all. You know, I would text somebody. And they'd say, hey, you want to meet up? And i go, hey, what are we going to do? And they go, I'm going to fuck you silly. Okay, we all know what that means. Right. Don't sugarcoat it now. <laughs> so the internet, Lord, we got them right there. 
So now we wanted to bring them to a meeting point. Right. We did use decoys once or twice just to get them out of the car, but predominantly it was they hey, when we get in this park, they would show up, boom, we got them for a criminal attempt to commit sex assault on a child. And these guys want naked pictures. They want to send naked pictures of themselves to this who they think is a 14-year-old girl. And they want the 14-year-old girl to send them naked pets. Well, we got them right there. That's a distribution of child pornography or, you know, attempting to get child pornography. Right. Insanity. So they really just bury themselves with their... I don't know, incredible horniness, if you will. <laughs> dumb horniness. Dumb horniness. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, it's, it's not rocket science like you see on TV. It's you throw stuff out there on an ad or a social media app or, or anything like that, and the phone calls just ring in on you. That's crazy. And nowadays, you can use all these apps to change your phone number. So that puts a wrench in it because now you got to figure out all right, who does this belong to? And you got burner phones. Right. And uh, do you ever do one with like a house thing? Absolutely. Did a lot of those. Um, we would have uh, in call or out call operations, especially in trafficking. And we would either rent an apartment or. Some of the places that we would have volunteer elections over them. Some of the hotels were real cool about letting us have a few rooms to set up a stand and everything. And it is just one right after the other. It's it's to the point where you're crap, you know, whether we would do it to, to catch the girls to hopefully get them some help starting on that road. Or we were bringing the guys into this place to arrest them for trying to hook up with a juvenile, a, a prostituted juvenile. It's just, it's nonstop. Once the ad is up there, whether it be on Craigslist or other sites, they just start coming in immediately. Um, and then they find out they're 14 or underage or however old you pick. Boom, 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 it goes like wildfire. I've actually seen it before, a sting where the guys kept coming so fast that our SWAT team would have to put the car in neutral and push it out of the way because the next guy was coming right up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, So you sit and talk with these guys after they've been caught, right? Whether it be a pimp or a person who's sexually offended a child, yes. I've interviewed several uh, hundreds upon hundreds, maybe a thousand. Have they ever told you what it is about a child that they find so so attractive or appealing? Okay. My opinion, from based on what they've said, from what I've gathered and everything, I could ask you the same question. Why are you attracted to adult males? That's your thing. You can't help it. That's what you're attracted to, right? Right. There you go. That's what their sexual attraction to is to children. These children are like not even developed. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Even like say a 12 year old boy, now, you know, not to get graphic or anything, but you know, he's probably not at his prime. You don't but... understand. You don't understand what you said. Yes. No, I mean, no, but... There you go. <laughs> really, it's as simple as that. If you were to say, if you were to say, ooh, look at that 12-year-old, you'd think, oh, my God, there's something wrong in my head, right? Yeah. You're never going to understand it. I'm never going to understand it. Those of us who are not sexually attracted to children will never understand it. Right. It's just, oh, God, it just boggles my mind. Like, I just don't see how... And a nine-month-old, get the fuck out of here. Like, come on. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that may have been one where I would have... I would have liked to see really bad things happen to him. But right. I'm only a human being, but... Well, just think how much pain you have to put on a nine-month-old. Like, that is just unheard of. Like, oh, God. So once they're usually booked and everything, is it true that they're always like put in, uh, not segregation? Um, yes. A lot of jails do that, yes. 
depending on what jails they go to, do they have a uh, special victims? I'm oh, sorry, a special offenders? All that they might. Um, our jail did for people who were accused of that particular type of crime were usually sent, uh, depending on you know their criminal history, not nearly other things. But to a degree, um, there are some jails, some prisons that have. Uh, sexual offenders separated from other inmates, maybe even stuck in solitary. But yeah, that is true. That's what I thought it was like, kind of mostly because it's supposed to be for their own safety. I say, fuck it, orders up. <laughs> I get that. I absolutely get that. Um, you got to remember that I made a career out by doing the right thing. Right, right. And though I may have some thoughts and desires about what happened to them they need to be protected because that's what cops do right they serve and protect doesn't matter if you're the greatest person doesn't matter if you're the worst you have to do that you can't step across that line because that makes you just like them no and i mean i get that but it's like we're protecting the people who weren't protecting other people so it can look like that absolutely well, we are protecting. We're protecting them from a violent crime, uh, being victimized. Because uh, they didn't do a uh, violent crime that victimized somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even say I disagree with you. However, you know, in our society, when somebody is taken into custody, you have a legal obligation to keep them safe. Right. And if we don't do that, are we better than them when it boils right down to it? I argue probably not because we're out there breaking the law. A lot of people might think it's for the greater good, but we can't be out there being a judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, right. Because everybody does still deserve their day in court. Sure. Because people do make false accusations, yeah, which is a very unfortunate because literally. Now you have to look at everybody sideways because yeah. these people are like, oh, he did this, 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 and this. And literally, you're the one smashing your head into like a dresser to make it look yeah. like it. That happens quite often. Um, it takes somebody dedicated who's going to sit there and try to stick through what's real and what's not real. Are there people who make false accusations against whatever crimes you think of? Yes, there are. Um, you can't let that discourage you. Right. You can't get jaded because then you think everybody's a liar. So you just do one case at a time. See what you can come up with. Continue the investigation. Just don't say, okay, this person said this, this person said that, I'm done. No. A lot of other things you can do to try to validate their story or anything like that. Right. So, it is frustrating. I'm not trying to argue with you. I, don't, I mean, I get it. You just yeah. can't be taking shit in your own hands, but ooh, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> I'm not going to comment on I plead the fifth. <laughs> what are signs of trafficking that people should look for? Young underage girls, uh, why are they hanging out with them? Why is this guy got three or four girls around him? Why are they looking down? Why are they not allowed to look at other guys? Why won't they talk to you? Why are they never out of his sight? Um, looking down strangely was a rule that I heard over and over and over from when you would uh, rescue a juvenile girl. They weren't allowed to look at other pimps. They weren't allowed to look at other people. What about their job? That was different. That's what's making them money. But you can't look at other people because if you look at other people, maybe you'll get a sign that says you're in trouble, you're trapped, you shouldn't be here. Um, um, a juvenile girl... I, a lot of times, a lot of times, the pimps will brand them. That's, oh. a, that's a gross term for giving them a tattoo. Right. But it happens. Um, perhaps a, a young lady uh, who seems to have absolutely no feeling of self-worth with poor hygiene and everything. Poor hygiene is a big thing. You see the same girl time and time again wearing the same clothes. Um you know, there's a bunch of different things. It's, I would like to say it sticks out pretty easily, but obviously it doesn't. Right. You know, um, 
I know the airlines are doing a real good job of, uh, of educating their flight crew and their ground crew of what to look for, of how to uh, spot someone who may be being trafficked or anything like that. Um, bus stations are getting education. We get a lot of signs up there about you know emergency numbers. Uh, NICMEC, which is National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, RDB to me probably one of the best organizations out there. Uh, the things they do to protect kids and assist law enforcement and assist the prosecution and assist and if you get in the recovery, the kids are just phenomenal. They do awesome work. That's good. Is that nationwide? Yes, it is. I think it's out of the DC area. They have uh, a hard to reach, but National Center for Missing and Exploited Children is just, they are incredible. They have so many resources, they have so much help to offer, so much education to give. They put a lot of training programs on for cops, especially your investigators. And it's, it, they're, they're fantastic. No, that's good. You have to educate. People need to be aware. I mean, this shit ain't pretty, but I mean, you have to know it exists. It exists in every state. I'm just going to say, you know, celebrities, you got politicians. Um, it goes all over. You got every single walk of life. Yeah. I don't care what your profession is. There's people who have done those things. That's the truth. Right. Unfortunately, um, just because you're in a well-respected job, you're rich, you're this, you're that, you, know, you just never know. I'm not trying to call everybody that. I'm not trying to imply that at all. But every single walk of life, every walk of life, and I know I keep saying that. Maybe, maybe drink a beer. <laughs> people that offend. All right. It's just as simple as that. You know, does it make one profession bad or anything like that? It's just, yeah, there's bad apples everywhere. Right. No, absolutely. It's just crazy how much currency that children are worth. Absolutely incredible. You figure they were pulling down a couple thousand dollars a day, depending on what it was. Um, maybe it's only 60 to 100 bucks. I know inflation has hit. Maybe it's more now. I've been retired for almost three years. But when you do that time after time, I mean, 15, 20 times of girls having sexual encounters a day. That has up pretty quick. Right. And disgustingly, very disgustingly, the younger the better in these types of people's eyes. That's just so wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, thank God we have a lot of units out there. Uh, I think they're, I, I, you know, stay in touch with a lot of law enforcement people, and those units are still amped up. They're still working, they're still out recovering kids. They're still out there getting these pimps put away. You know, thank God for that. Right. You know, what do we have to do to make them stop doing that? I don't know. But you know, it's a supply and demand type thing. That's that's the crazy part. I mean, if demand would stop, then the supply would stop. Unfortunately, that's just not gonna happen. I know, but why? <laughs> You're not going to understand it. You're I always know. going to ask why, and maybe that's a good thing. I think it is a good thing. Well, it means I'm not fucking deranged. <laughs> so that's plus. Well, not in that area. No. I mean, I got other issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, but sometimes, like, when I would watch, like, cops back in the day, though, it'd be, like, $5 for, like, a blowjob. And I'm like, first, $5? How are you making anything? But those are probably people who are addicted to drugs. More than yeah, yes, drugs are a huge part of this. Um, when I got out of it, it was, uh, I don't know, a uh, job, maybe 80 to 100, full blown sex, 150. Um, so the prices have gone up. I don't know. I would assume because motel rooms raise your prices. Uh, you know, condoms have gone up, clothes have gone up. So you got to keep, you know, you got to keep all these girls with, you know, the, the clothes to look sexy and everything. Right. Uh, so it is getting expensive. Um, I would say, I would argue that from what I've seen, 
that unfortunately every time that young lady earned a dollar ninety-five cents, the ninety-nine cents went to the pound. Yeah, I mean, I've seen instances where they didn't get to keep any of it. Oh, they don't. They won't keep anything, but they have, you know. Right. So that's money out of the pocket. Um, it's it's just it's just incredible. I mean, when I said earlier, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. People don't believe me, believe me when I say that. That is the honest truth. It's just so prevalent that it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. It's sad. Like to look at a child or any human being, I don't even care if it's a grown ass woman and be like, you know what? You don't matter. Your feelings don't matter. And your body's mine now. And you're going to do what I say. And that's exactly what it is. It's uh, okay. I paid for you. You are my property. Right. And this is not going to be typically. Um, a good emotional experience. It's going to be rough. It's going to be a John. Um, a lot of times, uh, more his fantasies, whether it be from a younger person or from a thing they can't do with their wives or girlfriends. Right. No, I could, I could see that. Like, oh, you want to try something, and you're like, oh, I'm scared that if I tell my wife, she's going to leave me and think I'm crazy. But it's like watch videos or something. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody has their fantasies and desires, but that doesn't mean you don't act out. Right. Act out on that. We're adults. We know better. If, if it's no, okay, that's no. Sorry, you can't do that. It's really as simple as that. Right. So, I don't get it. I don't either. <laughs> that's good we don't get it. Like I said, I've said it a couple times, it's good we don't understand it. Right. I like it. <laughs> did you ever ask these men or do you ever arrest women? Yes, quite quite often. Shut up. Uh, in the pimping game, and these aren't terms that the cops have assigned to people. It's what people in the game, we call it the, the prostitution, the human trafficking have assigned. Oftentimes, when a guy has a stable of girls, meaning more than one, a few girls that are, that are working for him, he has what you and I would call a trusted advisor, perhaps. The one that finds the girls. Right. We, the, the pimps, will call that the bottom bitch. She's the one in charge, usually, of the girls. She'll be the one to keep them fed. She'll be the one to rent the hotel rooms, to get the condoms, to get the clothes, to get it uh, um, everything set up, to get the phones, to get the pictures taken, to get them on the social media site, to get them advertised. That's, as I said earlier, that's how he, the pen can insulate themselves so well. That's what, so we can, yes, we have arrested numerous bottom bitches, as they call it, in hopes that they will turn on their pen. And a lot of times that does happen. I don't want to say oftentimes, but it has happened. Well, we can put a case against the pen. Right. Whenever we took a young lady in under his family custody, do we want to put her in jail? No, we don't. That is our last thing we want to do. Because she's a victim too. She's absolutely a victim. Oftentimes we will become we will get in contact with her because we've done a sting and she has broken the law by offering sex for money, so a prostitution, and we will legally be able to take her into custody. Our team, what we wanted to do was to get her into counseling, was to get her into rehab, was to get her clean, was to get her to drug stuff, was wanting to get her tattoos taken off if she had them and wanted them taken off, to get her on the road to recovery. And that was our goal. Hey, we put your kid in jail. Did we ever have to do it sometimes for their own good so they wouldn't run right back to the pen? Absolutely. Right. And we don't like it. And we have to remember that, yeah, these kids, you might not want to hang out with them. You might, you might not like them when you see them on the street, but they are kids. They still are. And anybody out there listening, go ahead and raise your hand if you never did anything stupid or you regret when you were a teenager. You know? Right. Nobody should be raising their hand. And unfortunately, they just, um, 
whether it's their choices, whether it's their circumstances, they just get put in a bad situation. And it can happen so quick. And story, there was a place where young girls were held from rehab and everything for um, counseling, and they ran away. And within less than two hours from them leaving that facility, running as fast as they could, were posted on the websites. Less than two hours, pictures, everything. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Shut up, dog. But when we were talking about like the whole woman that reminded me of uh, with Maxwell and with uh, yes, it's exactly what she. Uh, she was convicted of it. Absolutely, she was out recruiting these girls. Um, you saw how young they were, and these you know four young ladies were flown all over to unfortunately be an, an object for somebody it's creepy island yeah i think that's what it's called <laughs> it's, uh, it's sad to hear those things it really is mm-hmm. you know um i i don't know what you do about that um, you know i mean thank god we have so many law enforcement agencies out there still actively pursuing this and they are um i wish i could tell you what to do to shut it down Unfortunately, I don't think anybody can. No, there's no magic ball. I mean, I'd like to end all domestic violence. I'd like to end rape. I'd like to end child neglect, child abuse, all of it. But you can't make people change if they don't want to. Thing is, is usually the people who are doing these things were victims themselves at some point. Like, look how many serial killers were actually either molested, neglected, or abused by their parents or other people. And then, you know, it's like they want to take their control back. So they take it over you. There's been a lot of arguments and statements about that. Um, a lot of people would agree with you. Other people would say you're born bad. Other people, I mean, there's so many different opinions out there. Right. Um, I mean, I do think some people are just bad eggs. Sure. But for the most part, I think that it's something that happened to you at childhood now of course you know there's a lot of people out there that were abused and this and that and they're not out murdering people or doing things so that's a choice that you make but you have to seek out help you have to know how to deal with it so you don't do these things um, i certainly project myself as a psychologist or sociologist or a therapist um at all um I'm sure some of them have been abused growing up. I'm sure some of them have not. Um, I, I can't really give you any, even any stats on that because I just don't know. Right. Um, I think we all have our opinions on that, but again, I just don't have anything to back that up with. That's understandable. You know, to put a pimp away, it's a very intense investigation. I've had supervisors tell me this. I feel the same way. Arguably, it, it can be as much light work as a homicide. But the different things you have to do, you know, the pulling phone records, video records, uh, subpoenas, uh, search warrants, uh, interviews, uh, trying to go after the Johns, getting their phone records and finding out how many people visited this young lady. Trying to get them interviewed, trying to get them arrested because. I'm sorry, you paid for sex with the Jihad, an underage kid, and you paid her for that? You're a bad guy. That's got to be a lot harder after the fact. You know, it's not a sting. You're not catching them in the act. But what we like to do is that's where it, it, um, you know, part of it comes with when you can break through those, um, when you can break through and you can get the, the young lady to start talking to you. You can have them start to work on the phone records, and it's like, okay, we have this phone phone number kept calling. It matches up. Uh, we just, you know, we get phone number. We'll identify who the person is. Okay, it's John Doe, and start looking for her address. We'll, we'll look at the time of the phone record. Say, hey, March seventeenth. And I stop after that. So we have a good idea. I don't remember when I hooked up with this guy, but. Then we can pull a video from the hotel or from the hotel, you know, watching him show up there. Um, um, 
You can do that when you do a subpoena for records, you can get it where you can uh, put their cell phone, at least in the area, by doing cell towers. So we can put them in the area. We may be real lucky and have them on video walking down the hallway. Um, we may be real lucky and have the girl be able to see their picture in the lineup and be able to point them out and I did A, B, and C with this guy. Or a couple. That's a good thing, too. Husband and wife. Couples? Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, honey. I got you a young girl. Oh, my gosh. Like that, yeah. And she was like on board? No. No. Oh, no. But uh, so it, it takes a lot. Um, but you just keep going and going. I mean, you get somebody, you get a poor young lady who's been doing this for a couple months. The phone records are just incredible. The amount of traffic that's come in and on, come um, in and out of her phone. I can only imagine. And you just, you know, you sift through that. Uh, we like, I love it when we can arrest the John. They can be held accountable. But we can also use them in the Pink's trial to testify, yes, I did come and pay this person for sex, which can be a, a huge thing for the Pink convicted. Right. So should they still be accountable? You know, I have my own personal opinion on that. We've often said, I, th I think probably everybody's heard it. Wow, you know, she looked older. I thought she was, you know, 18. Well, you know what? You should have found out before we did something to her. Right. That's on you. That's not on her. Are teenagers going to lie? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it doesn't, it never, ever bothered me to arrest somebody. So I thought she was 18. Hey, you should have found out. Bad on you. Right. So. There's some sick individuals out there, and we love catching them. Yes. Plenty of room in the jail for you. Come on up and introduce yourself to us. Now, do they um, segregate the pimps, too, or do they go, like, general population? It just depends. Yes, technically, you could call it a sex crime, but it just depends on their uh, so many different things. Their... Are they a great big guy? Can they handle themselves? Are they are they meek and mild? It, it just, there's so much that goes into it that it just depends. Right. And then they seize like all their stuff. We try to. Especially in internet crimes against children. Um when they would show up in their car. Well, that's in the you just used your car in the commission of a felony. Right? Right. Absolutely. So when we did we see vehicles? Yes, we did. By the letter of the law, we did. And I'm okay with that. Right. Explain that one to your wife. <laughs> I would not be given the opportunity to explain. I would be executed immediately. <laughs> you're like, too bad you lost the car because that's what you're going to be fucking living in. <laughs> I mean it sincerely. I've got to. Best wife in the world. She got me through. Um, I mean, you know, this stuff just drives you down the time. You'd be so burned out on uh, sex crimes against kids. It's all negative. Yeah. And she's, she's been the best. So thank yeah. God for her. My kids will also say that too, because I never let them have internet. Well, I never let them get Facebook. There's no way you're getting on that. So she was able to counterbalance everything. So, right. Yeah. It was pretty good. Well, yeah, you see what's going on, and mm -mm. it's just crazy. I mean, they always find new ways. Like, they're on Snapchat now. They're trying to sell drug dealers. Like, my son one day just got a random message, and it was literally a man. Oh, and it's like, what do you want? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. And look at this day and age we're living in. I'm, so scary. Is, you know, I'm holding my phone right here. I can get anything delivered to this house within the next 20 minutes. Groceries, beer, alcohol, marijuana. I can get a girl, a little girl, a big girl, a little boy, a big boy. I'm here in the palm of my hands, pushing buttons. And I'm so thankful my kids are growing up and turned out okay. Right? You know?
I know, like, I know people still want babies and all, but I'm like, oh, I would never have a child now in this day and age. Like, there's no way. I'm a grandfather, and they're just so perfect. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty cool. <laughs> it's just scary. It's a scary time. It's always been scary, but I feel like we keep stepping it up a notch. <laughs> yes. <sighs> It'd be great. There's a magic wand, but that does not exist. So, there's a lot of organizations out there that support uh, getting the pants. Um, that that support juvenile human trafficking. A lot of churches do a lot of stuff like that. We encourage people to donate to that. There can't be money, um, supplies, you know, clothes, shoes, no toothbrushes. I can't tell you how many times a girl hated my guts for taking her into custody when we would offer her a toothbrush and she would melt. I know that sounds weird, but I'm not over-exaggerating that. Oh, thank you. They would brush their teeth and without even thinking about it, I can remember five right now, but the toothbrush got on the top. You can do that to, uh, you know, hold over their head and get it because they need to be, you know, hygienically safe. And I don't know what it was. Maybe that's a light bulb. Like, I don't know. Something that you used to use all the time. Now, maybe you weren't allowed to use it. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can be normal again. Fresh. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, close. Um, donate some money if you can. Uh, my wife and I still do that. Just, you know, end human trafficking. It sounds weird. But, you know, clothes, uh, female hygiene products, shoes, socks. Uh, you know, stuff like that, toiletries. Right. You know? And we forget that these are kids. They're underage. And there's a reason the laws are there to protect somebody. You might not like, you might not like that kid. That's fine. But you know what? They're still a kid. And again, audience, anybody out there never did these things stupid or made mistakes when you were a teenager? Raise your hand. <laughs> she can see my hand is not raised <laughs> i mean of course we all do we all make silly mistakes here and there but you gotta bounce back you gotta come back to reality and just take control of your life you do have to do that and i agree with that but remember that when we made stupid mistakes when we were kids was there an adult there who these pimps are encouraging them to keep doing it? Mm. They encourage them. I love you. You can do this. You were helping our future. They're sitting here endorsing this type of behavior. Right. So you blame a kid for that when you have an adult feeding them all this wonderful propaganda crap. No, because usually, you know, they probably weren't getting it from a parent or something and you know they're craving that attention that love that appreciation and the acceptance unfortunately they don't realize they're being used and he does not give a fuck about you not at all not at all and that's that and i would like to see every pimp go away pimps are very the majority that i've met especially with juveniles are very Outgoing. If I didn't know what they did, I'd probably have a beer with them. Right. Charismatic. Charismatic, nice, outgoing, talkative. And until you realize they're they're using that charm on these these kids. Right. And it works. Hook, line, and sinker. And I, again, I do not blame the kids. Oh, no. I mean, you can't. It's there's usually a reason for it, and I mean, it could be just drugs or they ran away from home, and, you know. But it's like they're not even fully developed in the brain to even understand what is happening, right? They're in love with this guy, often, you know. We saw that more often than not where they were in love with the pimp as opposed to the pimp beating them down. Uh, one of my last cases I did, uh, the young lady kept calling me. Are you showing up? Are you showing up? He wanted to get away from us. 
back, and she was going to make the deal with me and take that money and book it across the parking lot and get the hell out of there. We were able to recover her. I have also used the word rescue. I don't think that's a bad word for this. And we were able to get her back home. And she came back and testified. She was fired up. She hated the guy. That's great. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. because, you know, he's rotten in prison right now. Good I'm for happy, her. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of success stories out there. A lot of return to the game, if you will. Right. Um, That's all you know. I mean. Well, you know, they, these. We had. We had one. I arrested her when she was. No. I. Got her when she was 16 years old, meaning we recovered her. We got her into therapy. She went down to this facility where it was inpatient care. And I had to go down there the next day. I'm sorry. I had to go down there a few months later on a totally unrelated case. So when we get there and she sees me, I had forgotten about her, didn't know she was still there. And she came up to me crying, gave me a huge hug and said, thank you so much. You did something good. She turns 18. She had seen how much money you can make by selling yourself. So we're going to go tell a kid, go make 10 bucks an hour at McDonald's or wait a minute, I can get $100, $200 for five minutes. She went back into it. We set up a stand, we found her and... Yeah, my guess, right. So it was just this huge roller coaster of emotions for this poor girl. Right. And you know, I, I don't know what has happened to her since then. But from thank you so much with a big hug and tears rolling down her face to uh, give it another go. She tried to attack us in the in the uh, um in the hotel room. She went after the gun. Yeah. Oh get a gun pill. Yeah, so well, we're talking about maybe six months between from, yeah. Wow. I mean, that is the reality of it. Cause I, I've seen that a lot where people, of course you see the money and then they try to make it as, you know, working at a doctor's office or wherever it may be, the money is not going to compare. Then you got to pay taxes and you got to do this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's, I mean, I'm sorry, everybody has to get their education or get their training so that they can have a, 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 a job. But when you have somebody who's underage and they've been programmed to do this, then that's the only thing they know. It's tough. Right, right. Because, I mean, they're trying to survive. They tried it the right way. right way was too hard for them, and they, they go back. So a lot, we did have a lot of... A lot of young ladies who did ultimately go back into it. But you can't get discouraged. You can't give up. Right. Because there's still going to be adults out there manipulating them and taking advantage of them. I mean, I've seen some, like, on TV and stuff where when they do go back to it, they do it on their own terms. They, they drop the pimp part, but they're still doing the acts, which is so dangerous. You know, you can get raped, you can get beaten, you can get murdered doing this. Absolutely. However, you said that they do it on their own and they go back without a pen. That's not going to last a whole long time. No? Unfortunately, no. Not if he's in jail. But there's still out there. Yeah. can get her, so. Well, I think once they get the taste of the money on their own, they're like, why am I paying you? They do. However, what I mean by that is a pimp will come, another pimp will come up and say, you work for me now. They can get physical with the girl. They can hurt her. They can threaten her. They can take her license, take her passport. Maybe so she has to work for him. So that oftentimes, well, they will get whether it be recruited back in or forced back in with a pimp that happens probably a lot more times than you would, you would think. Yeah, that's crazy. Just a shame. Yeah. So if people needed to get help if they are in such a situation, what do you suggest they do? 
National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Somebody will answer the phone. Somebody will answer your call. Um, they will get you help. It's faster than you can ever imagine. Uh, look it up on the um, on online. I think it's nicknick.com. I, I don't hold my feet to the fire on that. But um, call your local police department. Call your local sheriff's office. Call the state police. Call the state troopers. A cop's going to come to you when they find out it's a child being prostituted. And call somebody. Now, what if you're a parent and you're afraid your child is in this industry? You know, um, like I said, when I was assigned to the FBI, I was on Innocence Loss Task Force. Those are still going. And anyway, that's a job to this day. Just incredible. A parent can, again, call the local police. Let them know why they think they haven't ever been done. You know, well, it looks like your kid's just a runaway. Well, I think this because of this person and that person. Give the cops as much information as you can about why you think your child is being trafficked. You know, don't give up. Be a pain in the butt. You know, don't you know, don't be afraid to hurt somebody's feelings. Don't be afraid to keep calling every day. You know, um, perhaps an investigation will show that it didn't happen or that there's nothing lawfully or legally the police can do but at least get that figured out right and parents call call the local cops call the fbi don't be afraid because you know trafficking a child is a federal offense as well we can call the fbi i thought that was something like y'all had to be well lot that can be done just gotta keep shaking that tree there you go I did an interview one time, and I kind of got for outlets for this. I'm intrigued. I know. <laughs> we, you know when I said earlier that I can pull up this phone and have anything delivered to me, I can find anything on this phone, I can get involved with anything. Right. So can your kids. Right. Your kids are a lot more savvy at this phone and computers than you are. I'm not trying to get on a high horse. I hope it doesn't come across like this. But don't be your child's friend. Be their parent. Check their phone. Go through stuff. Look for dumb accounts. Look, you know, do their Google history. Do their their internet history. Look at stuff. Find out what they're looking at. I, I, I mean, you know, a lot of people would be shocked to find out what kids look at. Now I know I'm older than you. Can you imagine if we had this available to us when we were teens or teenagers? I got enough. I got in enough trouble with a pager. Right. <laughs> I get it. But can you imagine? I could have, oh my god. No, because social media. Oh my god. No, 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 right. no, no, no. That would have been a hot mess. Right. Exactly. And now the kids who are exactly like us have it. Right. They have everything. At their fingertips. Uh, it, I mean, it's great in a sense, but it's also very scary and yeah. many other ones. There's a lot of bad things that go on there. How video games, inter interactive games. You don't think there's pedophiles on there? Right. Oh, yeah. They make friends and then they want to meet up and it's it's crazy. Absolutely. So they're everywhere. Kids stuff, see, what they're, see what they're looking at on their phone. See what their search history is like. You know? Right. Be in the know. Yes. It's the yeah, only way. Again, but again, kids are, my kids were all smarter than I was. I have some ton of stuff. I think like all parents do, but you just do the best you can. Right. But, I mean, kids don't come, well, what my mom always said. My mom used to say, you didn't come with, with a book of directions, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you having me. I enjoyed this. Absolutely. You can always come back. We can do another one. Now that you got your now that I got my feet wet and you didn't, you know, you didn't hover above the table and strike me dead. <laughs> you have many topics we can talk on. So you are so welcome. Thank you.
If you see something, say something. If you know somebody who could benefit from this, please share this with them. We have to do what we can to save our children. Even adults, there is really no limit on sex trafficking. If you need to reach somebody regarding human trafficking, you can go to crimeovercocktails.com. I do have a hotline number there ready for you. Make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, leave a five-star review. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk crime another time. Bye.